If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Monday to everyone in the sports universe. It is the last day of February 28th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on 12 on Sports. We, well, I am live. I never get used to that. For Aaron Crouch, who is off today, but will be back tomorrow, I am Michael Carvelis saying hello and hope everyone is having a great morning. The first segment of our show is presented by our shop, and while I may be biased, it's true. We have the best merchandise at the lowest price. The fact is our show averages 500 plus views every day across social media platforms, and that just does not add up to how cheap things are. This shirt, which I found, by the way, was right behind me. In t- uh, Don't worry, I have a messed up room, but behind me, I found it. So the shirt is $16. Mugs like this are $13. The tumblers that Aaron drinks out of, I believe, are $21. And the hoodies are $26. Very comfortable hoodies. And they were also featuring a black edition mug. And I'm not talking about white handle. All black. The mug looks beautiful. I'm ordering one soon. It's going to match the shirt, match the hoodie, all kind of stuff. I'm so excited for that thing. To come into my room so I can sport it off. But hey, the mug is $14. You don't want to get you don't want to miss out on AM Drive the online. Support our show for cheap. Let's first get into my best and worst of the weekend. And as always, I'm so excited to hear Aaron's worst. So I'll go ahead and start with my worst of the weekend. It, it's it's true. Major League Baseball and the MLBPA are far apart as the deadline ends today. This is the owner today is the owner's deadline for um playing regular season games or missing out on them and that includes paychecks for these players. Not a good look. We were talking about this I believe Friday with my with Aaron and myself and I told people I I, I didn't I didn't I wasn't optimistic. I, I know Mitch you know was like when we had him on last week, he was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I think it's, they're going to get it done. Both guys can just meet in the middle. And my take on that is I just don't think it's going to happen. I think this will get ugly. Um, a graphic I saw on Center this past Saturday night was last time MLB had a work stoppage of 50 days or more. It's been twice in their history, and both times they lost at least 700 games. That's a lot of baseball. That's a lot of baseball. And, of course, one World Series was canceled. That, of course, was in 1994, I believe, with the strike. This is bad for the MLB. And the MLB would hope that tomorrow, you know, this, this happens and, and they get it done. I told Aaron it might last till the end of next week. I'm sorry. I know how these guys work. I know Baseball players can be selfish, and it's sad. And we're seeing it here. I don't like the look of it. It's pretty pathetic. But MLB and MLBPA, we're probably not going to deal done today. 
and they're still far apart. It's not a good look. But hey, who wants to harp battle on Monday morning? It's Monday. Let's get happy. My best of the weekend is we got news from the NBA that the former number one overall pick and the current Magic guard, Markel Fultz, is going to return today against the Pacers after a one-year injury absence. So shout out to Markel Fultz for still grinding his way back. Remember, number one pick, you still got potential. Even if you weren't supposed to be that guy, you still, they, they believe in you. And also, at the same time, Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets is now has now been cleared for basketball on-court contact, which means he'll be coming back in, in a month or two. Those are two guys who we have never seen sprout up. Now, granted, Michael Porter Jr. has a back injury. That's a horrible thing to have. If you have a knee or a back injury in sports, you're toast for a long time. I hope that Michael Porter Jr. can get back. There's more optimism, of course, for Markel Fultz, who's actually playing today. But, hey, I'm all for these guys coming back so we can see how they look. And, Zion, I'm counting on you to stop eating Doritos, pal. I've got apple juice. Last week I joked and drunk a Mountain Dew. Apple juice and water today. I'm not screwing around, Zion. Neither should you. Okay. Let's get to my NASCAR review, my bets review. So I'm not a gambler, but I try to help people on the show. I, 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 my big thing is bragging rights, okay? So last week I told you guys that I, I was all in on Chevrolet. And Chevrolet at minus 105 to win the race. Kyle Larson, thank you. For doing that for me. I think he, he actually held off a Toyota or a Ford. I forgot what it was. But it wasn't pretty for a couple of Chevrolets. Like Alex Bowman, I had him in a couple of them. He he, he crashed. And he, he led zero laps. I could have led zero laps in a NASCAR race. Come on, Alex Bowman. Defending champion, bro. What's going on? So I talked to Aaron about um how my bets did. Like, what was I, plus or minus? He said I was down 0.35 units. I, I, I'm not proud of that. I, it's better than minus one unit, right? But I feel like 0.35, it basically, it basically means like if you bet $100 on every bet, you lose like 35 bucks. I'm sorry, and my apologies to everyone, but I'm, I'm kidding. I'm impressed with how decent I did for my first time tracking the units part, but we're, we're going to get better. Not to say Alex Bowman was uncompetitive. He led zero laps. Um, William Byron crashed early. I, I don't like the new car, man. There's something wrong. Like, I believe in, even in practice, these guys were struggling with the new car. Something is not right. Like we we saw at the at the LA Coliseum, there was like three guys that like just pull over just because their car sucked. And then of course this week their cars were spinning out. What the heck, NASCAR? NASCAR has been very innovative. People are latching. They had Matthew Stafford and Andrew Winworth get the gentleman start your engines call. That's pretty cool. But fix the cars, bro. Come on, man. We can just have guys spinning out for no reason, right? Oh, well. And finally, on the first segment. Excuse me. Finally, on the first segment. I like to give a five seconds of silence for each of these men who passed away over the weekend. You know, usually when you have like NFL and really sports players, people in general, you don't usually lose one after another. It's usually like just one. But we had, first of all, 
Oilers wide receiver Ken Burrow, who I believe still is like second in receiving yards in Titans history, was the last player to wear number double zero before the NFL outlawed it, which is weird because now they allow single-digit numbers for wide receivers, but whatever. So shout out Ken Burrow, who died at 73. We have five seconds for him. And a water break, of course. And uh, that's, not, that's not a joking matter. And also Lionel James, who was an Auburn running back and a Chargers running back. Um, he, I believe he's in the Alabama Football Hall of Fame. And if you guys didn't know, Alabama's a pretty good place at being the Hall of Fame of football. But they're, they're, they're pretty good at football stuff. He also at one point, now this record, of course, has been shattered by this point. At one point, he was the all-time leader for single-game all-purpose yards. He was good at what he did. And it was a fifth-round draft pick, pal. Pretty good. But he passed away at the, at the young age of 59. I know I'm only 25, but 59 is just too close to home here. So shout-out to, to Lionel James. We're going to give him five seconds as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. Again, no Aaron Krauss today, but he will be on tomorrow. But I've got a guest that's been patiently waiting through the whole first segment. And coming up, we're going to talk to him. Sammy Action will talk to us about the Saints hiring two defensive coordinators. That's just a weird situation. The Saints have given Michael Thomas more money. That's weird. The Giants will not pick up the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. And so much more quarterback talk. It's the best morning show at the lowest price when Ian drives it online for the for the merchandise. And we'll be right back talking to Semi Action after the break. The AM Drive with Mike the best morning show ever. If you for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts. Even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. 
Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries. Get a TV. Even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. And welcome back to the AM Drive here on Twilight Sports. I think I forgot Aaron's not here, so that's the graphic I need for Vice Golf. So I apologize for Vice Golf here. <laughs> um, Vice Golf has been rapidly changing the game. It's simple. Vice Golf makes premium golf balls, sells them over the internet, and ships them directly to the consumer. The balls are as good as anything out there, but a lot less expensive. It's almost like stealing. Use our special promotional link, which you can found at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and click the Vice Golf logo, because Vice Golf and the AM Drive is a whole in numero uno. Okay, Sammy freaking action. Welcome back, dude. Welcome back to me for sure. I love being on the show. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate the support as well. I'm mean, going to hold it down for Aaron. I mean, you guys both are in Vegas. It kind of, it's kind of like having Aaron here. It's just a little bit better. Okay. I mean, we both went to concerts over the weekend. Uh, he went to Billy Joel, and I went to Johnny Murray, or Frankie Moreno, and uh, I guess one of us, mm. one of us had a better time than the other. Right. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> So I know who Billy Joel is, love his voice, but I mean he's like ninety. Um, who was the guy that you went to again? Frankie Moreno. He's uh he's a Vegas star, but ironically enough, he actually holds the records for most number one hits, more than Billy Joel, as it turns out. But he plays small shows. Really great guy, though. Really great show. So I just have, I would assume that Billy Joel's voice is gone at this point. So I'll, I'll go with Frankie Moreno. Uh, I think like Frank Sinatra, he can come out and sing whatever he wants, as long as he plays the right chords on the piano, people will sing along for him. <laughs> la, la, little lighters or phone flashlights in the air. Love it. Okay, Sammy, welcome back again. Um, so I want to get right into this. Um, this is a topic actually I want to talk about last week with Aaron. Well, there's so much going on. So the Saints, after hiring Dennis Allen, who's defensive coordinator last year, have now not just hired a defensive coordinator, they've got two more that are gonna share the job, which is kind of weird. Um I'm just wondering, what is your thoughts on this? I know maybe he can focus the offense now, but that's, they better have the number one defense or at least a top five defense in the NFL next year. Well, they had they had top four defense last year under right. Dennis Allen, and so having a defensive head coach would definitely keep that momentum going. Uh, having two defensive coordinators isn't so unheard of. I believe the Vikings did it with Mike Zimmer. The right. Patriots have done things like that in the past as well without necessarily naming them as uh, co-defensive coordinators. But let's be honest, man. The the South, the NFC South is probably the weakest division 
maybe ever in football. I mean, the best right. quarterback in that whole division right now is Matt Ryan. I mean, I don't know if Cam Newton's coming back for, for Carolina. There's no Brady in Tampa Bay. They might be rolling out Kyle Trask. I mean, that's that division is very winnable for the Saints. Uh, so focusing on defense isn't a bad idea when you have a lot of bad quarterback play. You know, you can win games with your defense alone. Um, you know, restructuring Michael Thomas and, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, trying to get Taysom Hill up to snuff. That guy, by the way, how he's gotten a $95 million contract from the NFL is just amazing to me and good for him. Mm. Uh, but that, that, that division is definitely winnable for the Saints. And so focusing on defense probably isn't the worst idea with who they're going to be facing, you know, most of the weeks. Well, yes, yes, hopefully. Of course, we saw Cam Jordan um, petitioning for a quarterback to come. Obviously, he's not a fan of Taysom Hill, if that was the case. Um, and maybe there's talks that James Winston may not be back next year. Cam Jordan's outspoken like that. Um, Speaking of the Saints and their offense, I don't know if you've heard of a guy named Michael Thomas. He seems like so long ago that he was leading the NFL in every <laughs> category. Um, But it, they restructured his contract which means they already paid him his bonus or whatever, and they still are not going to trade him. Should we expect to see Michael Thomas back or the Saints just being stupid? Well, I, they're, they're moving money around to make some cap space for themselves. And the, you can write a whole dissertation on the NFL cap space situation with void years and signing bonuses and whatnot. But in the end of the day, they, they need some cap space to sign some players. And so moving money around, uh, as uh, Packers have been doing with – some of their players just to make some cap space is never necessarily a bad deal. They'll just pay down the down the road to Michael Thomas and uh, you know up front now and then later on with, with void years. Um, I don't know if that's indication they're going to sign somebody like a quarterback or if they're just trying to resign some defensive players. Uh, but it does indicate to me at least that they're not going to trade Michael Thomas. And why should they? I mean, he was he was a good player for them. He you know he worked back from injury. They didn't make the playoffs last year. They have every reason to have momentum coming into this year, thinking they have a shot winning that division. So, uh, you know, I don't necessarily hate the move of, of re-signing Michael Thomas. I hope he comes back healthy and we get to see the the superstar that he was from a couple years ago. Right. I mean, you always love to see these guys come back. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, like sure. even, even us in the NBA. I would love to see Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. It's just kind of hard to root for him sometimes. <laughs> I, I I have a hard time rooting for Ben Simmons because I right. think he used some of the mental health stuff as a blame. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it t I think it takes away from the conversation of focusing on mental health when you use it as a crutch like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not in his world, and I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him get on the court. I'm not really sure why he's not on the court. If uh, he, you know, if the whole idea was he couldn't play for for his old team, and now he's got a new team, when are we going to see him? But uh, maybe there's waiting for the. For the Sixers uh, Nets game to pass, and then they can, you know, they can get him on the court without any of that pressure. Who knows? There you go. One more thing I'll talk about here with we'll, we'll start with this quarterback because I know there's a lot of quarterback stuff to get to. This one hits home for me. <clears throat> I thought the Giants, so they're picking up the fifth year option for Daniel Jones, which means they're basically have this is basically a proven year deal for Daniel Jones. So I'm wondering at what point. <clears throat> Does the front office have to prove it? Like, you know, this guy, for what he's been given, has actually shown more flashes than what the pre-draft hype was around him, which means, which was he couldn't throw. <laughs> they thought, everyone their sister besides Dave Gettleman thought this guy was trash. Um, I was crucified for on social media. So why does Daniel Jones have to prove it? I get that they don't want to pay him just yet, 
But why should Daniel Jones have to prove it? Is this just because people are so wrapped up in quarterback play, or what, what are we doing here? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a prove it year or not. A very good friend of mine says when it comes to quarterback play, you're either the guy or you're not. And if you're not the guy, let's get someone who is going to be the guy, right? And, you know, air, air quotes to the, the guy. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is that guy. I don't think he is made enough of a mark on that franchise for them to say we can compete, get to the playoffs, maybe sneak in like the Bengals did and have a great run and and possibly win a Super Bowl with a guy like Daniel Jones. Now, their new head coach has done some wonderful things with Josh Allen, and they have a similar, although, you know, not nearly in the same spectrum skill set. You know, Daniel Jones uses his legs more than most quarterbacks. He does throw the ball fairly well. Um, but the Giants, man, I mean, they, they invested a, a big a big amount of draft capital in Saquon Barkley, and he has not been healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their free agent signings have been lukewarm at best. And so, yeah, I mean, the, I think you're you're spot on. The, the, the Giants' front office has not done a great job, and it's not all Daniel Jones's fault. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't think he's the guy. They probably need to go find someone who is going to be that guy. So I guess best-case scenario for me is – Daniel Jones is not like a Sam Darnold or, you know, down here, but he's also not like a Tom Brady. He's more like in the Jimmy Garoppolo kind of range, right? Like just you, you can do a lot, but just not enough, right? Uh, I mean, that, that's a fair comparison. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner, and Daniel Jones has been anything but in his career, oh. so it's a hard comparison. Um, but I, there's another guy who I, I talk about a lot and I give a lot of love to, which is Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky, right? Thank Here's you! Yeah, I'm a huge fan of his as well, and not because I think he's going to win Super Bowls wherever he lands, but here's a guy who had a winning record with a bad quarterback. Here's a guy who went out and made the playoffs – not bad bad coaching staff. Uh, No real weapons, did everything they asked for him, and they basically got rid of him. They cut him so fast. They fouled him. um, He's kind of had the opposite approach to what Daniel Jones is getting, which is they've given Daniel Jones all the time in the world to succeed, and – Mitch Mitchell Trubisky was not given all the time in the world, despite having a winning a winning record. So just a difference in the way franchises view their their assets. Uh, but I am hoping that Mitch Trubisky gets a job this year, maybe someplace like Indianapolis. And uh, you know, I, we'll see what Daniel Jones can prove uh, in his in his probably last year as a starter. Uh, if he doesn't if he doesn't have some big numbers this year, he probably won't be a starter next year. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Mitchell Trubisky as well. It's funny you mentioned Indianapolis because I'm I'm all for Sam Ellinger getting a chance here, but. We can bring in a Russell Wilson, or I mean, I'm not saying Russell Wilson, Trubisky, but like we bring in Trubisky. I wouldn't mind seeing him because I feel like he's smarter than Carson Wentz was. I mean, my biggest thing with Carson Wentz is that like he's just he's so good. He tries to be that great, and it's like, dude, you're not great. You're good. Don't try to be great. I mean, Carson Wentz had an MVP. Carson Wentz had an MVP MVP caliber year before he got hurt. I mean, he was probably the favorite to win the MVP that year. They won the Super Bowl. Um, he didn't have a bad year last year. I've mentioned this on your show before that he only threw what seven interceptions last year. I mean, he wasn't the reason. But they were brutal. <laughs> yeah, some of them were more memorable than others. But I right. mean, he didn't have a terrible, terrible year. And I think Indianapolis is trying to use him as a scapegoat with you know all the success they've had from their running game. Uh, but I mean, he he had his best receiver potentially. Ty Hilton didn't have a great year. You know, their new guy came up and had, had a decent year. They don't have a lot of passing options on that team. And they focus on the run game. Their offensive line is built for the run. They give up a bunch of sacks. I mean, it, it, yeah. I don't know I don't know if Mitch Trubisky will be better than Carson Wentz. I, I think overall Wentz's career has been better. But I wouldn't mind Mitch getting a chance if they're going to scapegoat 
Carson Wentz and move on from him pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the Colts because I'll, I'll Sammy, I could make the case, and I've never said this on air. Colts kind of overachieved. And I'm going to tell you why. We really they missed the playoffs. You had no crap, people. The fact is they controlled their own destiny until the final two weeks of the season, and we were injured. I don't know if people looked at our schedule, but I've said from day one, we had to run through the first part of our schedule because the back half we were going to fall. I told people that was going to happen. But the problem is we were so competitive with injuries. Uh, you talk about T.Y. Hilton had a bad year. I can't remember the last time T.Y. Hilton had a good year. I'm at a loss since Andrew Lux, like rookie or second season. I cannot remember the last time T.Y. Hilton had a good year. <laughs> I'm so tired of hanging on to a good hard worker guy who went to Antonio Brown's route school somewhere in Florida. I don't <laughs> care. Get rid of him. I, I don't blame you. I mean, it's been a franchise that hasn't had the success they should have had with two excellent draft quarterbacks over the course of the last two decades, three decades. So I, I definitely feel your pain. I don't know that that's going to change anytime soon for the Colts, but right. they do have a good running back. They do have a good running line and they can, they can move the ball. So hopefully they can, uh, they can at least get into the playoffs, but you know, there, there's this boomer bust. We talked about this on the show about going all in or building a, you know, a long-term, a long-term winner, right. you know, a team like Indianapolis as a fan, wouldn't you love them to just go all in, go pick up, you know, Aaron Rodgers, go pick up Devonta Adams, Put it with that running back, even if it's just a one-year deal, and you know, give him a chance of winning a Super Bowl next year. I think that that would be a fun time if I was a Colts fan, even though it would probably massacre them for the next decade if they did that. Who cares? Yeah, it's still it would still be a fun ride while it lasts, right? Um, you mentioned Russell Wilson. I don't I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere. I mean, he hasn't oh. he has a full no trade clause, uh, no no trade clause, and I don't know that. He'll waive it for most teams. He'll waive it for some teams, oh, yeah. but they're going to ask for they're going to ask for a lot in return uh, for him. And coming off his worst year, it's a really hard sell that he's going to be, you know, th- this great asset for teams to give up a lot right. of draft capital for. Uh, DK Metcalf also might be leaving Seattle. Uh, you know, there've been trade rumors there as well. He seems uh, like a diva waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm Seattle, I don't mind this, right? I, I wouldn't mind getting rid of both guys and starting over and building for. Building for the future there because they're not going to win this year at all. Right. Uh, Kyler Murray's agent just released a statement today. Uh, I, I've had a chance to fully read it. Basically, asking for a new contract, talking about restructuring, trying to sign some players, trying to pretend like he's committed to winning Arizona. In the end, I don't think he's right. going to be there. So he might be on the. He might be someplace that they can go if if Indianapolis wants to make a trade. I, I think he becomes available as the offseason continues to move. Give us Kyler. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 I don't want to get excited, but oh, yeah, um, I hear you. so, um, other quarterbacks out there, we know Matt Ryan's time is ending in, um, in Atlanta. Give me some quarterbacks that like you're, you're thinking of right now, different moves or who you think staying put. You already mentioned Russell Wilson. Well, Matt Ryan's going to stay put in Atlanta, but a lot of people don't know this. Matt Ryan has the largest cap hit in the NFL this season. Insane. And that's insane when you think of it. <laughs> it's no wonder Atlanta can't win if you're paying, you know, $50 million to your quarterback who, you know, had one great season and hasn't been anything since his offensive coordinator left. But also, you can also argue they have the best quarterback in that division this year, and that division is very ripe for the taking. Uh, if Calvin Wrigley can get his head on straight and wants to right. play for them, they actually have decent talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, 
you know, I, I'm always harping on, on Baker Mayfield. I feel like Cleveland should move on from him. He has been part of the problem, not part of the solution. Uh, and I wouldn't mind having, you know, Case Keenan be their quarterback for the year. I don't know that they're any worse with that situation. And they can get something for, for Baker. Somebody somewhere believes in him, I'm sure. Right. Someone's um, going to be suffering enough. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I do think I do think Tampa Bay is going to roll out Kyle Trask. They did spend a second round draft pick on him. You know, Aaron, uh, you know, has talked to me about him. He's very high on Kyle. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know that they can win with him, but we don't know that they can't either. He, you know, he's a pretty, pretty wild card kind of kind of player right now. And so he kind of came they, onto the scene one year at Florida. Right, right. He didn't have a great college career, and they they have a lot of stock in him. And so let's see, let's see what he can bring. Uh, I don't know if they're going to sign anybody. It doesn't. You know, it's still so early in the free agent period that, you know, teams haven't made up their mind if they like what they have or not. But uh, I, I am not a fan of Kyle Trask as a starting quarterback yet. Maybe one day, sure, but not yet. Right. I want Real quick, I watched film on him because I like to do the breakdowns of these guys. I liked him more than I thought I would, but I still did not see a lot. I just I thought I liked him. I was, like, oh, I was kind of impressed with some things I saw compared to what I originally thought. Yeah, I mean, Aaron. Aaron brought him up to me and, and had me look at him as well. And I, look, I they liked him enough to draft him in the, in the second round, which is you know fairly good quarterback. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're not drafting a franchise quarterback, I mean, he was a backup when they drafted him. I, I can't hate on it, but I, it's so hard with a team that's ready to win now, built to win now, that you're going to give the, the the wheel to a player who's never started a game in the, in the NFL. I mean, it's it's a hard it's a hard sell if I'm a Bucks fan. What are your take on Jimmy G? On San Francisco, I know, I know somebody, some idiots on ESPN said, "Why not Jimmy G for Carson Wentz?" Because it's the same. Why would we? Why would we do that? That's just stupid. What do you think's gonna happen, Jimmy? Jimmy lowercase G. Well, I don't know that San Francisco will trade him for another quarterback. I think they want to be committed to going all in with Trey Lance this year. I love Trey and Lance. So, yeah, and so I don't know if he's gonna be good or not. I mean, he's shown flashes. He's also fairly right. injury prone, but. I think they want to not have the option of having a veteran they can start. Uh, you know, they want they want to have somebody who's going to be a bona fide backup. And I don't know that Carson Wentz would be that guy. Right. Uh, so I don't know that that kind of trade will work for them. But they should trade Jimmy Garoppolo and give themselves the no other option than to go with Trey Lance. Give it to the Browns. Yeah. Unless, of course, they can sign Tom Brady, right? If they can make that deal happen and go all in for this year, you know, give up Jimmy G and a bunch of other stuff, get Tom Brady – Maybe make a run again this year, see what happens, then build for the future next year with Trey Lance. I wouldn't hate that move. <laughs> right. Any parting shots for you? I know we got to go here, but any parting shots for you or any last words? Uh, I, I love being on the show. Anytime you guys need someone, I'm happy to come on and talk about any sports. I love the NFL, as you know, but it, you know, I, I just like talking sports, man. It's a, it's a great life to be able to come on, have your opinion shared, right. and discuss it with friends and, and just see, see what people think about what you have to say. And so, I love I love the show. I'm a big fan. I, I support you guys in every way, and I I, I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Um, anytime you guys need me, give me a call. I'm happy to help. Sammy Action Figure, thanks so much, dude. Thank you. See you guys soon. Oh yeah. Now we will see Aaron soon too. That was presented by Vice Golf. Um, Vice Golf name drivers a hole in one. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Thanks so much for Sammy Action Figure. When we come back. We're talking about Kaylin Clark. What is her impact on women's basketball? Also, James Harden paying immediate dividends in Philadelphia. Kyrie Irving, John Moran, and Luka Doncic all step up. The Lakers step down in a brutal way. It's AM Drama's on sports. We're not going anywhere, neither are you.
The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. Welcome back to the AM Drive here on Twilight Sports on February 28, 2022. This is Monday, and unfortunately, Monday is without Aaron this week, but that's okay. He'll come back tomorrow, and we're going to talk all things sports. If he has any thoughts on today's show, bring it, baby. Okay, we are presented by Sling TV. If you're looking to ditch the expensive cable packages with hundreds of channels you never plan to use, Sign up for Sling TV today by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking the Sling logo. Watch live sports, hit shows, breaking news, and more. Get 30-plus channels for just 35 bucks a month with no long-term contracts. Make the smart choice and start your free trial today at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Hashtag Slinger! Excited. Okay. A few basketball topics here to get to. Caitlin Clark. I don't know if you saw, but she dropped 38 points 
as number 21 Iowa beat number six Michigan. She's also a very good ball handler and distributor. Mike said at first, by the way, I've said for quite some time, people like some of the evolution of bodies, which I think is kind of stupid. I, I know I'm a Christian, so I'm, kind of, I'm biased in that. But when you think about evolution, this guy's just getting better. Listen, the more people play your sport, the more talent you're going to see. That's just how it is. Kaylin Clark is probably a girl who may have tried out for softball, may even play softball for I know, or volleyball. But instead, she's showcasing her basketball talent. Why? Because women's basketball is getting more popular. Those fans are electric. I don't know if you saw Paige Beckers, the UConn girl, return. They loved her for like the 13 minutes that she was on the floor. Um, Caitlin Clark has looked incredible. But I, I have a, a bigger question for Caitlin Clark here. What is her impact on, women, on women's basketball? Because now that she's arrived, will other girls start shooting these Steph Curry threes? Um, Is it good for the WNBA moving forward, of course, when these girls do reach the big leagues? I think at first it's going to be ugly. I don't know if you guys have watched WNBA, but one thing they might be worse at than dunking is shooting threes. And unfortunately, the WNBA, I'll admit, has had an issue, in my opinion, with efficiency with shooting threes. They they fall sh- when they when they miss, there's like at least 10 air balls a game from what from what I'm just estimating here. There's about five to ten air balls a game. Because they want to be like the NBA, the high flyers. I love the ambition, but it's gotta be controlled. Steph Curry went on the somebody's radio show and said, listen, I ain't tell y'all to start doing that. And it's true. Just because Steph Curry influenced you to try it does not mean you should do it in a game that matters. I think it's good long-term, but I think right now it's going to look ugly as it has. But, 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 but Kaylin Clark can do whatever she wants. She's been incredible. But shout-out for her. Okay. Next up, how fast they work together. A match made in Philly cheesesteak heaven. James Harden has been paying immediate dividends since joining the 76ers and Joel Embiid via trade. Um, James Harden has worked. It's like automatic how fast those two have worked together with James Harden and Joel Embiid. The pick and roll, the timing of plays, the ball fakes when Joel Embiid just stands by the three and makes sure Harden does what he needs to do as well. Like Daryl Morey has once again made James Harden one of the best players in the NBA. Unfortunately, will this last? I don't want to get too psychological with players because I feel like it's like an armchair psychologist for no reason. Like from Jordan versus LeBron debates, not to get too far into this, it's always like, oh, the killer mentality. I don't care about what you think of players is so hard nosed. It's obvious that Giannis and Westbrook give it their all every single play. But it's so frustrating when we talk about how guys don't have the killer mentality or they don't want it. I can guarantee you everybody wants to win. As far as James Harden and Joel Embiid from a psychological standpoint, they both have whined and moaned for quite some time over different things, okay? I'm worried for this team's sake when Miami beats them or when Brooklyn beats them with Kyrie, Katie, and Ben Simmons, obviously, because that's a better team. When it, let's say the Hawks find a way to beat them. I'm not saying the Hawks would do that, but when you're beat by a team and you don't make the finals, 
for the next two years. I don't care how good Tyrese Maxey is, he and he's really good. This team's not this team will not be anybody in the Eastern Conference. Like they will not be the best in the Eastern Conference for the next two years. Will these two guys still be best friends? Because right now you see Embiid right up there with Harden on the press conference. We get it. They love each other right now. Is this sustainable? I don't think so. But I think right now it's gonna look it's gonna look sexy for, for a good two years. And this year, oh, we'll get them next year. The next year, oh, we don't like each other. I'm sorry. I, I feel like it's gonna happen. Kyrie Irving had his best game of the season, although like what 15, 20 games he's played. But the Nets came back and beat the Bucks. Kyrie, I believe, had 38 points. His buddy Seth Curry, who he actually played with at Duke, where I used to love watching Seth Curry at Duke. I always said he was going to be pretty good. And I always thought that if it wasn't for injuries, him and his brother are pretty close. He's not the ball handler, the flashy rainbow three guy that Steph is, but he's still a dang good basketball player. That's an underrated part of that trade, which is why I believe the Nets won the trade. Because Seth Curry's a, a, a really good player. But Kyrie Irving, this is about him right now. He's been a baller. He almost led the, the, the Nets versus the Heat in a comeback. This is all without Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant should return within the next couple of weeks. That's insane. Um, Bucks should be ashamed of themselves because Bobby Porras hitting eight threes, Giannis and Middleton scoring plus 20 points apiece. And you still lose to the Kyrie Irving-led Nets? That can't happen. Cannot happen. But shout out to Kyrie Irving. How about MVP statements? Everyone wants to talk about DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, I know when the Bulls are good, it's popular, it's sexy. It's like when the Lakers are good, everyone thinks they're going to win the title. Or when the Knicks win a couple of games. Oh, here come the Knicks. Shut up. The Memphis Grizzlies, by the way, John Morant dropped a 46-piece McNuggets all over the Chicago Bulls' head. DeMar DeRozan has like 31 on like 10 of 29 shooting. That's pitiful. That's the MVP. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, DeMar DeRozan. Baloney. Give John Morant his credit. And I'm a huge fan of Morant, but I was also wanting to say Zion Williamson, I would draft Zion above Morant. Right now, I'm hanging by a thread hoping Zion comes back. Because this John Morant dude is a beast. This kid from Murray State is a, a reckless attacker of the rim and like six foot nothing. He's long, so he can defend, which is like a six foot guy being long is just weird to me. And then you look at um, his three shot is getting better. He's just, you want a killer? John Moran is that dude, okay? John Moran reminds me of Russell Westbrook, Derek Rose, and Allen Iverson just taking over games for no reason whatsoever besides just being amazing and being an assassin with the basketball. I think John Moran, I've said it for a couple weeks now, should be in the MVP talks. Uh, Bob, DeMar, DeRozan. I don't care what DeMar did the last 10 games. I don't care. That that, that team has Zach Levine. They've got Lonzo Ball who's playing better. They've got, I think, Vucevic down low. Come on, guys. John Moran has elevated the Grizzlies to a level I don't think DeMar DeRozan could if we switched to players. I'm sorry. Like John Moran's Bulls would be better than DeMar DeRozan's Bulls. I, I'm, I'm saying it right here. I'm all in for John Moran this season, and he deserves his flowers, and here you go, so you're getting them from me. 
Luca Magic, baby. Wow. Listen, watching this game last night between the Warriors and the Mavericks, I was so happy to see because I, I remember seeing um they're seeing that the graphic was Steph Curry versus Luka Doncic. And in the first half, you know, every single play, you come on double teaming. There was like five possessions in a row for both teams where Steph Curry was not double teamed, but Luka Doncic was. Steph fans brag about the gravity of Steph Curry. It's nauseating. I, I love Steph Curry at times, but there are games like last night where he wets his pants and doesn't show up. Okay, you might have a 2016 game where he pulled up from half court and beat the Thunder in overtime. Fantastic, great game, wonderful. You had games like, like last night where Luka Doncic just takes over and doesn't give a crap. In fact, even Trey Young, I, I, this is this is a Steph Curry hater show. I'll admit, I always harp on Steph Curry. I'm gonna tell you why. You know, Trey Young is now tied with I believe was Oscar Robertson. For most 40-point, 10-assist games before turning um 25. Not Steph Curry, Trey Young tied Oscar Robertson. I told you guys, Trey Young is Steph Curry with a passing ability. I don't know what Steph's problem is. If Steph was only scoring 40 points, blah, 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 why can't he dish out assists? No one can admit that. he's Well, he doesn't pass enough. Why? Because the offense knows he's careless with the ball. And last night, the Warriors went like, missed 11 shots in a row. And three or four of those were Steph Curry shots. Where are you at, bro? Well, this is about Luka Doncic, okay? Luka Doncic is one of the best in-game adapters I've ever seen. He will literally be shut down for full quarters at a time and then come back and as the game gets going, he gets better and better and better. I don't know how he does it, but usually guys will like wear down at certain points in the game. Like late, Luka Doncic, his trajectory is like this. Other guys start like this and go down. It's really insane. Luka was electric in the fourth quarter. The Mavericks came down from 21 points. I also want to give a major shout to Jason Kidd on this Mavericks team. Jason Kidd has established a defensive identity. Like, from year to year, from last year to this year, the Mavericks are so much better defensively. And they have basically the same personnel, and they got rid of a shot blocker in Christoph Porzingis. They had a smaller Spencer Dinwiddie, and are still holding the Golden State Warriors to, like, 101 or 103 points. It's it's berserk. Jason Kidd has been a great addition to that Mavericks team and has been a great hire by Mark Cuban. I know my, my thoughts on the Rick Carlisle thing, but hey, Jason Kidd's doing doing great, okay? Well, Warriors didn't have Klay Thompson. Mavericks just got rid of Chris Osprezius and are trying to implement Spencer Dinwiddie. Spare me with your nonsense. And finally, this is a this is just bad. Oh. Okay, so <clears throat> last night, I'm watching the Lakers. And, like, they got so many open threes and brick after brick after brick after brick after brick. I'm not done. After brick after brick. It was so nauseating and just pathetic to see. It was unreal. I felt bad for LeBron. 
because Danny can't do it himself. You know, it's funny that basketball, despite great players being able to elevate teams, you still need a team around you. Like, Luka's guys went cold a little bit last time. When they hit the threes, they were incredible. Same thing with LeBron's guys. They're just not hitting threes. I have a question for Frank Vogel. Why is Stanley Johnson, as wonderful as he's been, as the great story as he's been, why is Stanley Johnson pulling up for threes? Stop it. Stop running plays for him. Russell Westbrook's been playing better than people think he has. As Lakers have no depth. This is, this is getting ridiculous. I, I don't know what to say anymore. 123 to 95 against the Pelicans. <laughs> Guys, I don't even see how the I don't even see how you make the play-in tournament. I don't know. They're still like ninth in the in the West. It's insane. They're like five or six games under 500. Guys, the coaching change is not going to do it, but Frank Vogel has lost his team completely. Get rid of Frank Vogel while, while he still can. This is this ain't it. This is not it whatsoever. We come back. We're talking NLL Week 13. Some pretty cool stuff that happened as well. It's an AM drive on 12-ounce sports. The AM drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High-quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. 
Next time you use Amazon, use www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. If you host a podcast or run a small business, it's hard spreading the word because friends want to check it out, but chances are they might not. What's time to help them out and grow your brand with Popple? P-O-P-L. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. Because Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. So when you get your Popple and keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, Enter the code AMDRIVE for 20% off in all caps on popl.co or go to mikeandarendrive.com. Click the Popple logo. Again, no Aaron, but tomorrow he will be back. We'll get his thoughts on a 28-year-old offensive lineman retiring from the Buccaneers. Oh, it's not good. And we'll also discuss Daniel Jones and more. But first, let's get into... NLL, recap from week 13. The Saskatchewan Rush were at home, and unfortunately there was no Cody Jansen on the TV call, but there, he did broadcast the game on the radio. And the Rush got a big overtime win against the Colorado Mammoth. What was even more impressive about this win is the Rush held a late lead in regulation, allowed the tie, and still won the game. I compared to when the Lakers beat the Knicks and the Lakers needed to win bad. Knicks came back from like eight in the fourth quarter and Lakers still won the game. And the Rush called this a must-win game. They've been doing that for weeks, but this week they finally sent it. And how about Robert Church? He had a good goals in this game, including the game winner, if I'm not mistaken. And the Mammoth lost nine to ten. So you, you hold the Mammoth to nine goals in overtime. Great job of the Saskatchewan Rush. And our good friends with Cody Jansen. Callum Crawford, who joined the show last Thursday on the New York Riptide. How about he was he was telling us on the show something along the lines of, oh, I've been terrible. You know, I may I may have a lot of points, but I haven't been playing well. And listen, I love the humility. But Callum Crawford went out and scored four goals in a Riptide win. Shout out Callum Crawford. And they beat a very decent Toronto Rock team who had won like three or four in a row prior to that point. So great job and shout out Callum Crawford. Panther City Lacrosse Club. I told Aaron, I was telling them one more time, and they won, baby. In your face, Aaron Crouch. Yes. Panther City did get the win. They beat the Vancouver Warriors. And by the way, on Twitter, I want to mention this because it happened in my Twitter page right now. According to CBS um, Dallas-Fort Worth, the Panther City Lacrosse team held youth team tryouts at Game On Sports Arena in Fort Worth on Sunday, hoping to teach young Texans about their sport. Shout out PCLC for growing the brand with Popple, of course. And the Buffalo Bits. How about storylines? 
How about 14 to 8? They obliterate and annihilate the Rochester Nighthawks. And Bandits might be the best team. Well, they probably are the best in the NLL. Guys, here's the thing. Um, when you score 14 and allow less than 10, not only is your offense insane, your defense is incredible. They are by far, in my opinion, the favorites to take home the NLL Cup this year. But hey, we got to talk more about NLL this week. Of course, NLL Thursdays will come on. I believe we've got a guy from the Georgia Swarm, if I'm not mistaken. So I will not say who that is yet. But last time I checked, and he's verified on Twitter, by the way. So he said he's coming on. But again, I'm not saying until like probably the day before. We got somebody from the Georgia Swarm coming on to provide a different perspective than a player. It's going to be a very fun show on NLL Thursday, this Thursday on the AM Drive. Also, again, tomorrow, Aaron Crouch will return. We'll get his thoughts on that 28-year-old offensive lineman from the Buccaneers retiring out of nowhere. We'll talk about what he thinks about Russell Wilson. Because remember, Russell Wilson, as I was seeing the action, did say Russell Wilson took the Seahawks off of his Twitter picture. Interessante. Thanks so much for joining me here on the AM Drive. Follow me at Michael Carbellis. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-K-A-R-V-E-L-I-S. And don't forget to follow the AM Drive at AM Drive TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And don't forget to check out AM Drive with Mike and Aaron on YouTube. I also want to give a personal shout-out here to the Effingham Outlaws. Although they did lose 20-14 to 14 in a game I broadcast that can be seen on the 12 Sports YouTube channel, I do want to say I was happy on how smooth that game went. Shout out to everyone involved in that in that thing. I always have a blast. I actually lost my voice. I was a little under the weather today. Um, yelling and screaming in 45-degree weather with, with T-shirt and shorts is not a good idea, but I'm going to get through it. I don't think I'm sick. I think I'm just being, I think I'm just regretting my foolishness right now. Had a great time doing that. Shout out to the Savannah Falcons as well, who did win the game. But hey, thanks so much for watching once again the AM Drive. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. I don't want to milk this anymore. Have a great day and drive safe.